Welcome to the Halloween haunt. A little warning, your hair may stand on end. You may feel a shiver in your spine. It's a natural result of a fearful info, harrowing history, and paranormal poems and stories. And now it's time to introduce the ghastly guru of dire distress, the Halloween Haunter. <laughs> In 1585, a fellow named Walter Raleigh established an English settlement on the outer banks of what is now North Carolina, but was then called Virginia, in what is now Dare County. He called it Roanoke Island, after the Roanoke Carolina Algonquin people who resided in the area at that time. English settlers depended on a local Algonquin tribe to survive. Sir Richard Grenville, who had brought the initial colonists, went back to England for supplies, but was delayed in his return. So the leader of the colony, Ralph Lane, attacked the tribe for their food, killed the chief, and of course was cut off from most of the rest of the food. When the next ship arrived, the whole population got up and left, and headed back to England. More people were recruited to come to the New World, to help it grow and thrive, and about 120 people came by 1587. They actually didn't plan to come to Roanoke Island. They were headed to Chesapeake Bay, but the pilot who brought them and let them leave the ship for a bit on Roanoke Island wouldn't let them reboard. So there they were. The local Algonquins were understandably wary of the new settlers, but friendly factions were found. There had been some bones found from the previous settlement, and the leaders were told that certain other hostile warriors killed them. So a dawn raid was executed on some of these hostiles. Except that they weren't hostile. They were friends. Or at least, they had been. Things got worse from then on. A very high-profile resident of Roanoke Island was Eleanor Dare, who arrived with child and soon gave birth to Virginia Dare, the first English child born in North America. Eleanor was high profile because she was the daughter of Governor John White. Later that same year, Daddy Governor White went back to England to get supplies, since he had screwed the pooch with the Indians. It was a complicated time. England was at war with Spain, and Mr. White could not find a ship with which to return for about two years in 1590. I'm sure Governor White was looking forward to seeing his daughter and his grandchild. I'm sure he was a bit worried as well. This was the New World after all, and New was probably even scarier then than it is now. And it's pretty scary now. But he must have been hopeful, right? Only hopeful, optimistic people, and incredibly desperate people, uproot themselves and go to a completely unknown place to start a new society. And surely, someone who rose to the position of governor must be in the former category. Hopeful. Optimistic. Imagine his surprise when Governor White set foot on Roanoke Island off North Carolina on his granddaughter's third birthday perhaps expecting a larger, better-established community, only to find... nothing. Nobody. The entire colony of Roanoke Island had completely vanished, 
leaving behind only some odds and ends. The houses and fortifications had all been dismantled. All that was left were the letters C-R-O carved into a tree, and the word Croatoan carved into a post. The plan was, if colonists left Roanoke Island, they would carve the name of where they were going, and if they left because of danger, add a Maltese cross. No cross. In fact, there was no sign of any kind of battle or struggle. You have to imagine that Governor White was distraught, but there were no phones then, no television news, no internet, no Facebook, not even newspapers. In order to learn what was happening, he had to travel and look for them. Surely he would find his daughter and granddaughter somewhere else, safe and sound, perhaps Croatoan. Surely he would find other colonists who could tell the governor where his family was. Well, no. In fact, Governor John White couldn't go south to the island of Croatoan, probably what we now know as Hatteras Island, because of weather. So he returned to England, distraught. He died within a few years and never returned to the New World. Over time, Roanoke Island became known as the Lost Colony. It is a mystery to this day, one that archaeologists and historians are still trying to solve. One theory was that the colonists integrated with local native tribes. Years later, the chief of a tribe of Chesapeake Indians said his tribe attacked and killed most of the settlers, but no archaeological evidence of this has been found. The nearby Jamestown colony got reports of some survivors and sent out search parties. Nothing was ever found. There were some Native American settlements that were found to have two-story houses, which they were supposedly taught to build by Roanoke colonists. And other colonists were supposedly sighted at other Native American communities. But nothing has ever been confirmed. Are there ghosts walking around the island? Are they in some other dimension? Or did they meet the same kinds of fates so many European settlers did in those days? Attacked and killed, captured and enslaved, or perhaps joining native tribes? We don't know, and we may never know. More delicious mysteries can be found at thehalloweenhaunt.com.